What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. It's your boy Sherman Obed here once again, doing it up, doing uh, big things as always. Uh, we got a, a full slate this episode on this week, Obed. Man, we got a bunch of guests in the building. Uh, we got Chris and PA, DB in South Florida, Ravi in New York. Uh, I'm definitely excited for this week one, Obed. Oh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> First time I ever seen a kickoff to Michael Buffer. <laughs> Yo, that was kind of dope though, right? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yo, let's, let's just get into it, dude. I know, Obed, you're going to have a lot to say about this first topic. It's your boy, TB12. You're, 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 you're Brady sexuals, as you call the bronze sexuals of the, of the, wow. of the, of the whole wow. So let's just talk about it. No, I know you want to, I know, you, I'm just going to let you go on this one because I know you have a lot to say. He officially announced his retirement. Obed, take it away, because I know you want to talk. <laughs> Thank you for the floor, Sherman. I appreciate it. Good, good evening, America. Um, what, what more can I say? First, let me just clap it up for uh, Tom Brady on a fantastic career. Amazing uh, 22 seasons that he put in. Some of the most amazing work. He's uh, first in Super Bowl wins, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl MVPs, and only second for NFL MVPs. That's fine. Um, but, you know, even in the waning parts of this of this career of his he's put on basically three hall of fame careers in one star studded i mean everything that could have happened this is the same guy who got caught up uh having babies out of wedlock right this is he was he was as hollywood joe as hollywood joe could be he just never showed up with a fur coat on um you know uh heartfelt goodbyes uh, i think the 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 biggest concern was that it was uh, overshadowed by Adam Schefter leaking this information. Um, but, you know, really, there's not much else you could say. Uh, Tom Brady was a class act on the field. Uh, I'm sure complained to the refs more than some people would like. Um, but, you know, he was a winner. Uh, if there's one thing they can say about him, he was able to go into many hard places to play, many tough environments and come out with the W uh, winning with a stable of guys that some people can't even mention right now because they can't remember who these guys were, but they were Super Bowl champions. Um, you know, he was it, right. Uh, you know, should he keep playing? Uh, this is a question on my mind. Uh, DB, I want to throw this one to you. Uh, if he were to keep playing, how many more years do you think Tom could have had? Uh, and should he have continued to keep playing? No, I don't think Tom should could continue of playing I think that you know with any team you have a four-year window I think bringing Tom Brady in at the age that you were bringing him in you realize you have maybe two three years tops uh, obviously with the roster the way there uh, it's, it's currently constructed it's gonna be very hard for him to have the same team and the same people obviously with Antonio Brown in that situation uh, no matter what side you want it that's a part of the process as well um, so he left on a good note healthy you know, borderline, you know, he could potentially be the MVP this year. Um, sometimes I don't like the narrative. I mean, he was a captain at Michigan, which is a blue blood. People, you know, act as if the guy went from, you know, like a Division two school. He was the man at Michigan, you know. But all in all, very fortunate to be able to watch him at his height. And, uh, yeah, that's it. No, I can agree with that. I, I think he, he definitely – like you said, he was a blue bud. He did have to play behind Drew Henson a little bit there, you know, did talk a lot about his struggles as trying to be what the expectation was for a quarterback. And even with all of the, the chip on his shoulder that probably shouldn't have been there after the three Super Bowls in four years, uh, you know, this guy seemed to bring it to us every single time. Um, now, Robbie, do you think Gronk follows him in retirement? Ah, uh, 
Well, uh, I'd like to say, first of all, I was wrong. Uh, anybody <laughs> saw last shows, <laughs> the last week's show, I thought he'd come back for that last year. But uh, hey, I was wrong. It's going to be my theme this week. Um, will Gronk follow him? It's very likely. Uh, you know, he retired once before. I, I can see him doing it again. And to be honest, I think Gronk is set up to have a career after football. I know a lot of people don't have that set up for them. And these players get stuck with, this has been my whole life. What do I do? Gronk isn't like that. He has a future set up. He has sponsorships. He has plans. His whole career has been very thought out, um, you know, on the field and off the field. So I think, I think he might go and he'll be perfectly fine. We might see him hosting a reality show soon. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's definitely been one to at least have his hands on a ton of other things. You know, this guy was at WrestleMania, not even the year after he uh, got out of just playing a, a contact sport. So obviously he could still take a couple bumps there. Um, but yeah, like you said, he's, there's not really much for him to play for, right? Like he's just there to have a, a, a good time with his buddy who he came down there to play with much like DB was saying with, uh, Antonio Brown, there, probably being a big catalyst for this. I hilariously, that guy, oh my goodness. It was a train wreck waiting to happen. Um, <laughs> man is, is Tom the goat of NFL QBs on the heels of the retirement of, uh, unfortunately what people are calling a hall of fame quarterback chris uh what do you think about tom brady is he is he the goat um i mean without a doubt in regards to quarterbacks i mean we can have this discussion all day every day you know of goats of football it's such a team-oriented sport i mean we're now we're talking jim brown you know jerry rice lawrence taylor there's a lot of different positions if you're talking the goat of quarterbacks i mean without a doubt we can go into all the personal um accolades that he has that he's you know leading uh all-time nfl leading in in yards passing in in touchdown passes all that but guys you know what's crazy to me i saw something today on first take tom brady in his two years with tampa bay has more playoff wins than the dallas cowboys have in the last 25 years in the last two years with tampa bay if that doesn't scream goat i don't know what else does I mean, to your point, Obed, this guy has just done everything that you can possibly imagine in, in, in any team sport. He is so accomplished, and he is a winner. So he is, without a doubt, the GOAT of NFL quarterbacks. I mean, I don't disagree, but I see DB was shaking his head. So if there's, I mean, listen, <laughs> we were not saying, okay. Yeah. Well, we knew you wouldn't disagree, Obed, but the, yeah. The question, the question was the GOAT of NFL QBs, but, you know, there's, there's reason that some people might have him up there. Listen, I love me. Uh, some Lawrence Taylor, right? I love me. I love me. Some other characters who are fantastic. Just, just quarterbacks just, for now. Quarterbacks. Just, just quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Uh, you know. Well, that's and, what I said. Yeah, he is the goat of quarterbacks. I said if you're talking about goat of the entire sport. That's we'll why we're up to the other guys. Yeah. But I said he is without a doubt the goat of quarterbacks. All right. So can you name me your top five QBs of all time? Yes, absolutely. I can absolutely do that for you. And mine are based off of how did they change the game. Tom Brady, number one, without a doubt, we already talked about him. Number two, Peyton Manning, um, all-time leader, you know, in NFL MVPs, uh, cerebral quarterback, literally changed the game to a psychological game. My number three is Aaron Rodgers. He is hands down the most talented player to every play in the position. If he just would stop choking in playoffs, he'd probably be the GOAT. Um, number four, Joe Montana, because he was Tom Brady before Tom Brady was Tom Brady. Um, absolutely changed the game. And then number five, I have Drew Brees. 
uh, just the greatest show on turf ever, in my opinion, over, you know, those days of Kurt Warner and all that. Um, for a guy that was six foot, barely cough, cough to do what he did and the stats he put up is unbelievable. So those are my top five. It's quite the list, quite the list. I see again, DB is just good for television, good for radio. I mean, he's shaking his head <laughs> over here. I mean, my, that, that's not a bad list. DB, you got a list? You got top five that are alive? Uh, you know, what? I actually respect, uh, his, his list. I really do. Um, I, I, I am, we've had these conversations before. I think there's a difference between the most accomplished and in terms of skill set, the best player we've seen. Facts. For me, in the terms of my lifetime of watching football, if I had to pick the number one pick overall, it would be Peyton Manning. He was just, Facts. he just, it, it's just his skill set. He didn't have the best arm. Um, I would pick him. After him, I'd probably go Montana because I think, from my understanding, he was undefeated in the Super Bowl. Yep, 4-0. Right. All right. Yeah. And then after that, I'd probably go, you know, Tom, mm -hmm. Rogers. Okay. And, and um, you know, you probably have to take one of those quarterbacks. In recent history, you probably have to take one of those quarterbacks from the 2004 class, whether it be Roethlisberger, uh, one of those three. Just Eli, in recent Eli, era. Eli or Philip? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I would say probably Philip or Ben. Man, Philip. Yeah, I would say Philip. You know, yeah. Recent That's era of football. I'm ben not would take the edge because it's a rose. Starback. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna tell you that Otto Graham. Oh, we're talking all time, so go all time. Yeah, you know. But, was, sure, but, we, but the thing is, we didn't watch. We didn't watch those guys. We have to be real. We have to be real with ourselves. Sure. I'm talking about from our era, we are around the same age. I think to be fair in terms of how we rate quarterbacks, that has to be to what we have all watched. I, I, I agree that. with that. Actually, I, I looked at I looked at some stats. I was looking at guys all the way back to like the 30s and 40s, 50s, like Johnny Unitas. People say that he might have been the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, he actually threw only, I think it was like 15 more touchdowns than he did interceptions. Career completion percentage was like 53%. Now, granted, it was a different era. I think they said he was 6'1", 190 pounds. I mean, that's like the smallest version ever of even Lamar Jackson today in regards to like size. So it's a different era. So it's just tough. The game has changed so much, especially in the last, what, guys, 20, 25 years? It's just a different game. The yeah. biggest thing is even I ranked Montana – in the, I, we all barely watched Joe Montana. The NFL ticket was not around then. Like we were very limited in what we could yeah, to watch. watch NFL films. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Right, we'll be right. lucky to have them play on Monday night or Sunday, Sunday night, night football. Right. That's it. Right. Right. You guys got to check out Autogram, dog. Y'all got to check out Autogram. He was slinging it. You can watch that old timey footage, and the ball was zipping like at least from the eighties. I swear, look, do look good. I said the same thing about Warren Moon. Unfortunately, he didn't get into the NFL until later in his in his career. So, right. I mean, what about Jim Kelly? Four straight Super Bowls. That can't be slept on. It can't be. But like he just, it was they were running the hurry up offense on everybody. They were doing no, the it's, it's the respect of being able to get to that conference championship every single year. That's that's not tell that to the Philadelphia Eagles because they didn't do much with it. Continuing, and, continuing. And <laughs> With that argument, I just got to bring up Dan Marino. I mean, he had a great career also. I mean, thank you going into thank the Super Bowl. You. Thank you, Rabbi. But, you know, That's after that, you know, it is, it is the Dolphins. But, 
<laughs> but Dan Marino had a great career also. You know, I, mean, uh, I don't like John Elway. A lot of people like John Elway. I only think he only got to the Super Bowl because of uh, Terrell Davis. No, yeah, Terrell Davis had, I mean, had what, 2,000 yards rushing yeah. in one, one of those Super Bowl years and like 1,800 yards the other year. I mean, yeah. Ravi, oh, well, then, what, Ravi, what's your top, who's your top five quarterbacks of all time? I thought Ravi was teasing the, uh, the, uh, the I Dolphins think, there for a second. I think when I think start we talking about the Dolphins. Yeah, I think we you might know, have lost the, the Peyton Mannings, oh. the the Aaron Rodgers. You know, Tom Brady has all the numbers. I mean, how do you argue with it? He has all the records. Can't argue with it. He's he's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. I get it. Um, being you know a Jet fan and watching him do his thing, I'm always going to look at it from the other side, right? I always look at it as Bill Belichick. You know, had a lot to do with that. So if you compare, you know, Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady, I think they are better in a sense where they did it, I want to say, almost on their own. They had some great, you know, coaches and all that stuff too, but Belichick really molded Tom Brady. And I don't want to take that away from, from the coach. I, I would agree with that. I mean, a lot of it, did what it was Belichick, but he did prove that he could win without him. You know what I mean? Um, just looking at it, I mean, for me, like I said, I'll list my top five real quick, and then we'll keep it moving. For, for me, for quarterbacks, um, even though I agree with Dave, if I had to pick one, yes, it would be Peyton Manning. That would be my personal overall pick as far as quarterbacks, but I just – I have to be objective here. So as far as the GOAT list, um, he will – Brady will go down as the greatest quarterback of all time, so I will just respect that. Then I would put um, Peyton Manning after that. I would put Joe Montana – Aaron Rodgers from a talent perspective. And then I've got either Marino or Breeze at five. And I feel like you can almost flip-flop them. Uh, Breeze I was thinking about Breeze. Bree yeah. I was thinking about yeah. Breeze. Like Breeze, I like Breeze more than I like Peyton because Breeze has the accuracy. Breeze had, I think, few less pieces that he played with that were as good as some of the pieces that Peyton played with. But the guy didn't look as bad in the last season. I mean, yeah, he threw three picks to lose his game, but... You know, I think what hurts like, Marino was the very minimal things he did after his rookie year. Granted, the numbers and all that other stuff, but as great as he is, I think if you're going to be a prolific quarterback in the NFL, just off the strength of your skills, you should probably get your team to at least nine or ten wins. But you know, they never surrounded him with a defense. They never yeah, gave Marino hard to win a defense. If you can't stop teams, well, if, like, you can't stop. Right, right, exactly. Don't forget, Tom Brady also played with about ten Hall of Famers. Peyton played with maybe a handful. <laughs> we're doing this again. We're, oh, no, we're no, this no, again. we're not doing this again. We, we talk about no. We, we got. I was going to say, guys. don't don't forget about that weak ass division too. Yeah, we we got to listen. Wow. We got to wow. keep it. We got to keep it moving, guys. So I mean, really quickly, this has got to be this has got to be quick. Now we talked about Brady on the all time football list. I want to quickly got, go through each of you and name your top five NFL players overall of all time. Um, I'll go ahead and start. To me, number one, Jerry Rice. There's no receiver that will come close to ever breaking any of his records. That I mean, he just did it all into his 40s as well, too. Number two, Lawrence Taylor. The, just the best linebacker of all time, obviously. You can say closely he was Ray, Ray Lewis, but yeah, Lawrence Taylor's up there. Number three, I'm going to say Jim Brown. Number four, Tom Brady. And then five, I would either say anyone between either Deion Sanders, Walter Payton, or even Joe Montana. 
I, I mean, I can't lock down a five. Like I said, it's, I'm just, I, I, I went through this pretty much all day trying to pick a number five, but I couldn't lock it down. But like I said, well, this is my top four for sure. Five can be debatable. Obed, let me just, I'll go to you. Your top five NFL players of all time. Okay. So LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, Ed Reed, uh, Randy Moss, uh, Rob Gronkowski, um, and definitely Tom Brady. So wait, did you go in order, like five to one? No. So no I order. just, that's my group because I okay. couldn't really pit one is like the best. Obviously I would want to put Tom at the top there. Yeah. Uh, and then Ed Reed, there has to be something said about a defensive player that can orchestrate, make amazing plays, deliver crushing hits. Just the, you know, I wish he would have won a Super Bowl. Um, you know, that would have been beautiful, but yeah, Ed Reed, he won it with the Ravens, the Ravens. And uh, okay. He wasn't there for the first, it wasn't. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Thank God. Okay. You got one. Um, So, you know, so defensively, you're going to put Ed Reed above Lawrence Taylor. I I don't know how much of Lawrence Taylor wasn't, wasn't drugs. Yeah. I don't know how much of Lawrence Taylor wasn't drugs. Right. Like what do drugs got to do with it? (laughs) If you're, if you're out there, you probably play a lot better on cocaine than you do on some of the regular anabolics they have now, but that, you know, (laughs) Hey, cocaine's a hell of a drug. You know that. That's what I keep hearing. Okay. Um, Uh, I would then say Randy Moss just as a freak talent, uh, like his ability to change games. They had to create a defense to stop this man and he still beat them. You know, we thought he had nothing in the tank when he went to the Patriots in his 30s and then has the record for the most touchdowns in a year, uh, receiving touchdowns in a season. Uh, you know, then LaDainian Tomlinson, who I just thought was, yes, his 2006 season was prolific, inflated by the fact that they had him doing everything, but that's the fact that he is the kind of guy you can put the entire team on his back and he will go out there and produce, mm-hmm. you know, with style. With the finger roll when he scored a touchdown, my goodness. Um, uh, and then Rob Gronkowski, it, his coming out party uh, for the uh, who were they playing? They were playing the Steelers on Monday Night Football, and he scored three touchdowns. He had a one-handed catch for a touchdown in that game. And this kid is supposed to be a rookie or second-year guy. I mean, it was it was there was a look on Tom's face when he looked at the at the Steelers bench after the second touchdown where he was just like, we're going to be doing that to you guys all year long for the next five, 10 years, <laughs> you know, and just thinking that the crushing plays, I saw him play against Washington and I've had three Steelers. defenders on him and yeah. he just manhandled, removed these, these men who were like 210 pounds, like children, and then went on for a touchdown run. I mean, it was, it was so the things he's done is prolific. Yes. There are going to be guys out there who scored just as much like Travis Kelsey, but Gronk is wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ravi, I'll go to you. Your top five, just quickly, your top five NFL players of all time. All right. So uh, I also have Jerry Rice. I also have, oh, uh, actually, no one told us, Barry Sanders. Mm. My favorite running back. My, my favorite running back. Yep. Go ahead. Respect. Uh, Respect. I do like uh, Joe Montana. I love that you said Ray Lewis. I agree that Ray Lewis is on that list for me. And I'm going to go with Michael Strahan. Strahan? Okay. Wow. I was, yeah. I respect, respect, the gap. I respect the gap. <laughs> I respect Strahan's game. Yes. He's, I would say he he's on that list of, you know, top defensive players of all time for sure. But Hey, that's your list. Uh, Dave, I'll go to quickly to you, your top five NFL players of all time. Quickly. Okay. Number one, the best player I've ever laid eyes on was Jerry Rice. Uh, in terms of the quarterback position, it would have to be Peyton Manning from a defensive perspective because of his range in terms of the dynamic of positions he was able to play Ed Reed. Um, then you have to go Tom Brady. And then we have one more. 
I'm gonna go Charles Woodson. Ooh, I like it. I actually, I actually like that one. I like I that do Woodson like one. That one yeah. Chris, your top five NFL players of all time. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a little all over the place, guys. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little salt, a little pepper. Um, this is no particular order. Um, I've got Deion Sanders. I mean, just guys, a guy that, that was literally playing two professional sports. I mean, come on, guys. That's it's insane. <laughs> um uh, he didn't tackle. I got, I, yeah, yeah, no, but then we got Peyton Manning. That's who I think is the most, the, the most, the best quarterback that I've ever seen. Um, Randy Moss, just like Obed said, sheer talent. It, it, it was unbelievable what he did uh, that year in 07 with Tom Brady. Ladanian Tomlinson, in my opinion, is the original OG of the now um, stereotypical running back in the NFL. Uh, what was it? Obed, 31 touchdowns in one season. Absolute insanity. insanity. Um and then Troy Polamalu, he literally changed the safety position more than Ed Reed, and he was athletic as hell. Those are my top five that I've ever seen. I'm getting off this phone call. Goodbye. <laughs> you mad about the Polamalu one, right? I know that's you, what you are the weakest one. Goodbye. You know, I know it's about the Polamalu one, but anyway, we got to keep it moving, guys. I don't want to cut short on time here. Always working. <laughs> Yo, you've seen those commercials, right? Oh my God, baby, you see, at least he uses head and shoulders, right? <laughs> Let's Greatest keep it, hair ever. <laughs> let's keep it going um one of the hot topics or not, not so hot topics if you want to look at it around the nfl this past week has been the lawsuit that has been filed by former dolphins uh head coach brian flores where he sued the nfl and, uh, and a couple of few other teams as well um alleging some discrimination in their hiring practices and and such so obed let me just start with you here before we take a quick break um i mean this is obviously these allegations are are one of the probably one of the probably the biggest story, you know, in quite some time. And he's alleging that he was even being incentivized to lose games, to tank games for, for draft draft position and draft capital. Yeah. Quickly, your thoughts on the story. And you know, I mean, is this, you know, does he have some sort of validity to his to his arguments here? Well, uh, Hugh Jackson has already come out and confirmed that he was incentivized uh, in no really, you know, small terms to uh, lose games when as a head coach as well, uh, with a four year plan put in front of him that didn't really showcase that they were focused on winning or losing until year three or four, you know, makes you question. And these are his words, like makes you question what, what they're going for. Uh, I think you look at the text messages, they are damning. Uh, you're getting texted about a position that you haven't even interviewed for and they're telling you you already have it. Right. Like, I think that somebody would assume, oh, that's the good old boy network working, but actually not in your favor. Um, it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Uh, you know, now my question is, what do we make of this? A lot of people are saying that uh, Brian Flores might be blackballed. Uh, Ravi, let me go to you. Do you feel like this is going to impact uh, his ability to, is he done in the NFL? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if he does get hired, it might just be someone trying to prove a point. But he's he's a good coach. Um, to he's be interviewed honest, with the uh, Saints, or he's planning to be interviewed with the Saints. Yeah, and the Texans. But uh, to be honest, uh, I believe him. I completely believe all his allegations, and I hope they're proven to be true. Because some something needs to happen. This good old boys club needs to, you know, break up. Uh, you know, I've spoken about you know racism and bigotry to all of you at least once. Said maybe you, Chris, but. Um, it, it's a thing, right? It, it, it exists. It's actually gotten worse. You know, as a kid, I thought it was going to get better. Something does need to happen, but I hate when people say, you know, for example, the Rooney rule, oh, you know, we have to interview him because he's black and we have to do it. 
you know, the person who is most qualified for the job should get the job, you know, in his defense. You know, for example, you know, Minnesota is rumored to going to be hiring the uh, assistant from L.A., you know, soon the Super Bowl is over. He doesn't even call the damn plays. Why is he even being considered for that job? You know, when when Sean Payton was an assistant in Dallas, he called the plays. He should get a chance. And clearly he's had a great career. You know, we have to look at details like that where even Josh McCowan is being taken seriously as a Texans coach. I don't even think he was a good quarterback. But, you know, why is he getting an opportunity when other more qualified, proven more qualified candidates that happen to be of a darker skin complexion are not being taken seriously? There's something happening here, and I don't know what it is. And I just don't want to say, oh, it's racism. Oh, you know, they're not, you know, those owners aren't familiar with black people. That's not it. There's, yeah. there's something deeper going on, and I don't know what it is because I'm not allowed in those meetings. Right. It's a closed door. Now, network. I, yeah. you know, you guys on this call, except for you, Chris, you know, are black, you know, I mean, we would love to get Chris's take on it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm also Here. not a white man either, but you know, let's bring I'm in Chris, black. Chris. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and respond. Uh, well, no guys, I think, I mean, there's mul multiple layers in this. I know we're kind of short on time. This could easily go 15, 20 minutes on this discussion. Um, I think though, there's a disconnect between the Hugh Jackson comments and what's going on with Flores. And they're trying to connect it all as systemic racism and the good old boys network. Hugh Jackson getting paid, quote unquote, possibly, allegedly, like we said, right, um, to, to, to lose games um, has absolutely nothing to do with racism or qualification of an African-American to take a job. But they're being correlated and put together and lumped into one um, a, a thing. And, and that's what I don't understand or like is what's going on with the Hugh Jackson thing has absolutely nothing to do with Flores. Um, to your guys' point, um, I absolutely agree. I do think there has to be more um, inclusion going on. There has to be more, um, you know, valid, like what's going on? The Rooney rule can't just be there for the point of, yeah. oh, we're just checking a box. But yeah. at the same time, can we honestly say we know what's going on behind closed doors in these interviews? Do we know what's happening when any candidate, regardless of their skin color, is happening in this interview, which is no different than you or I going in for a job interview? So, so is it possible? Is it possible that when a candidate goes in, whether they're qualified or not, you know, have a history of coaching position X, Y, or Z, they don't do well in the interviews? We don't know. But then all you see is the after effect that they did not get a job. So now everything is kind of put on to what you guys were saying. Like it's a race thing. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if it's not. Well, I'm we absolutely don't want to. Yeah, we don't. We did. We definitely hope that it's yeah. not a race thing. Right. We don't want to send it in that direction because we, we, we can't say that we know what's going on in those those interviews. There have been interviews, though, where individuals have been asked, like, hey, does your mother, you know, do drugs or is a prostitute in uh, the combine question? So I wouldn't put it past them to have some kind of nefarious plan going on behind that. D DB quickly bring you in on this topic. Uh, how do you feel about the Brian Flores incident? Uh, you know, is there water to this? Go ahead. Uh, obviously, it's a disastrous situation, but at the end of the day, the NFL does not care about the Rooney rule. The reality of the situation, the NFL is more worried about the $100,000 payment in regards to him telling him to tank games. The NFL has relationships with a lot of gambling companies. All right. So the NFL truly does not 
worry about or even care about the Rooney Rule. They care about the relationships in regards to the shield. So once you start to get to a point where it affects people's money that you're actually trying to get sponsorships from, that's what they care about. The whole Rooney Rule and all this other stuff, oh, yeah. different conversations. We don't know. The hardest thing, I'm in the business of hiring. The hardest thing to do is judge people's intent. And that's why lawsuits could get really funny very quick. No, I hear you, Dave. I mean, you're not wrong. The biggest thing for any business, the goal is to make money. You can say you're in the business of customer service. You can say to sales, whatever it is, to helping people. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're there to make money. And yeah, for sure, the NFL doesn't want to lose money. But quickly, before we take a quick break, I mean, yeah, these allegations are horrendous. I mean, there has to be better. There's In the history of the NFL, there's never been a minority owner. That's for sure. Like we said, old Ben said, it's a good old boys network. You know what I mean? If something has to change as far as, you know, the rules, like you said, the rule is just there but again you know we're not in the chris chris said we're not in those interviews but i think there is there could be some some validity to these uh these allegations so folks we're going to take a quick we're going to take a quick commercial break we will be right back and uh stay tuned take care Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying tuned. Um, yeah, as we're just to kind of recap what we were talking about, I kind of misspoke a little bit last just a minute ago when I was talking about the owners in the NFL. There is money, money on the owner in Jacksonville with Shot Time. Uh, thanks for um, correcting me on that, Ravi. Appreciate the, the help there. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a situation that it's going to evolve, it's going to continue, and it's going to bring out some change surely in the NFL soon. Anyway, guys, let's keep it rolling. Let's break down the uh, conference championship games from last weekend. Of course, obviously, that's the one of the probably the biggest shocker of the week. And one of the other two games was Cincinnati coming up with that dub over Kansas City, advancing to their third Super Bowl ever, getting that victory, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, Obed, quickly, your thoughts, I guess, on the game, um, or oh, just overall? Because I thought it was a pretty good game. I thought Kansas City was on their way to run it, run it out with this one, right? Um, yes and no. I mean, again, the the, the Chiefs are, are prone to spurts of just buttering, right? Where they're just not getting the offensive production that you expect of them. Uh, it looks like Patrick Mahomes is trying to do too much, where in such that makes them look bad, worse than they could be doing. Uh, you know, not getting enough out of the run game, which yes, they did rush for over 100 yards if you include the overtime. Uh, but you know, I don't know where Clive Edwards Elaire is going to be in the next couple of years, but I don't know if it'll be on the Chiefs. Um, I, I'm, mm. you know, the, uh, again, Tyreek Hill, I think he had zero catches after half, something crazy like that. Uh, you know, they did get him involved, but. Yes, and he did have almost 100 yards. Um, I just, man, the Chiefs blew this one. The Chiefs should we? I think we all agree the well, Chiefs should have won this game. That's what I was going to ask next. Really, uh, Ravi, I'll go to go to you. I mean, do you? I mean, like I said, at one point the Chiefs, I believe, were up 21 to three. So to to me, I mean, was this more about a Bengals the Bengals comeback or about the Chiefs just blowing it? Well, I'd like to start by saying I was wrong. <laughs> Again, okay. I picked I picked KC. I think we all did, but it was a good game. Um, It was a tale of two different halves. Um, Was it was it Andy Reid? Was it uh, Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I have some quick stats here. Mahomes in the first half was eighteen for twenty one, two hundred twenty yards, three touchdowns, a one four nine point nine QBR. Second half, seven for thirteen, fifty nine yards. 
zero touchdowns, 34 and a zero QBR in OT. Mm. It was completely two different games for him. Right. Now, was that Andy Reid not adjusting? Because that's happened in the past. His whole career, he has trouble adjusting for the second half. Was Mahomes following orders? Can he take over the game? I, I don't know these things. Gentlemen, I mean, uh, I mean, I'll throw it to you, Chris or Dave. Let me know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dave, Dave, please feel free to jump in. I see you're, sh- you're shaking your head no there. <laughs> no, I, I know where I have a little bit of limited time to speak. First and foremost, we need to applaud the NFL. As fans, these last games, they did not cheat us. No, this not at all. This is unbelievable how these games have played out. Um, there's just something to be said about Joe Burrow. He just has that it. Don't get me started on that, man. It's just something to be said about that. And I'll get off of this real quick because I know we have other people to speak about. I had a heated back and forth with somebody who I was watching the game with because people were complaining about the overtime rule. All right. They'll never change it from a regular season standpoint. That's why there's ties because the players don't want to get hurt and they don't want to get, there's no need for it. Okay. How beautiful was it to see Cincinnati intercept the ball after losing the coin toss, playing defense, Mm -hmm. and then winning the game? Mm -hmm. You can't say nothing about the rule now. There's two sides of the ball, gentlemen. There's something to be said for that. And a lot of the people who wanted to talk about, oh, well, the coin toss, da, 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 da. Coin toss had nothing to do with it now. No, if if you're a higher end, if you're a defensive player, you embrace that. But I think the culture of football that we live in, it's high pace, offensive. It was a beautiful thing to see a team lose the coin toss. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, you also have to look at it like, I mean, there's so many ways we can go with it. What, I but, mean, one thing they always say, offense gets the glory, but defense wins championships. Yeah, you know, but even some of the games that, you know, I play college ball. Like, you want to play the game to the point where overtime does not even, it doesn't even get to that point. Right, of course. No, I, I feel you, but no, I, and you. I and I get that. And, and yeah. the Rams almost played themselves with having no timeouts; like they got lucky. Right. Yeah. No. And honestly, it can go both ways. And and then Ravi was talking about you know things switching things up in the second half. Chris, I'll go to you here in a second. But yeah, it was they didn't switch up. Cincinnati, it was even doing similar things, but they changed it up. It was in the first half. Cincinnati at some at a, at a few different times. I mean, it was maybe t- seven or eight times they rushed three guys, dropped back eight, and they played zone. Mahomes ate them up, but in the second half they they rushed three, drive back eight, but they played man to man, and that's where the Bengals shut them down. You know what I mean? And that's where Andy Reid and um, Eric Bieniemy should have made adjustments in that. You know, and Ravi pointed it out. Mahomes, it was it was a tale of two halves. Chris, I'll go to you. I know you probably want to talk about your boy uh, Joey B out here. Um, you know, I mean, this kid was looking great. I mean. I, Talk about the game quickly, and then I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask, do you think he's probably he's going to be the NFL um, comeback player of the year, giving his success this season? I mean, Joey B, gentlemen, reminds me of another Joe. Joe Willie Namath, Mr. Cool, saying, we are going to win the Super Bowl. Coming out there in the mink coat. Guys, did you see what how Joe Burrow was dressed coming in this game? Was there any doubt that they were going to win that game? I mean, seriously, there is something about this guy. Hey, I don't know if you guys actually know this, but no um, uh, quarterback in the history of the game of football has won 
a Heisman Trophy, a college football championship, and a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow has the potential to do that in three years' time span. Like, this guy is something else. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. I mean, this guy, there's just something about him. The moxie. Um, and to your point, Sherman, is he going to win comeback player of the year? Absolutely. I mean, guys, Hold on. Didn't, Reg, what, didn't Reggie Bush do that? No. Never won a national championship, a Heisman Trophy, and a Super Bowl. as a, a national as a championship at USC? Quarterback. 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 Yeah. So, um, and Sherman, to your point, yes, he's definitely the comeback player. He only played five games into his rookie season. So for all intents and purposes, this was his first year, guys, and he's in the Super Bowl. So he's going to win comeback player of the year. He's put himself on notice. That like, hey, you want to talk about these young QBs? Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Now they talk, what is it, Justin Herbert. Um, guys, Joey B is just walking in that room like, hey, hold, hold my beer. <laughs> I feel you. Um, Rav, quickly, do you think the Bengals can actually be legit Super Bowl contenders for years, or this is kind of like, like a fluke year for them? No, I mean, um, I think they deserve to be there. They played a great game. They did great in the playoffs. They, you know, won their division. They deserve to be there. And uh, I'm looking forward to this game. All right. Um, Obed, any quickly, any uh any last words on the Bengals and Chiefs game? Because I thought it was a hell of a game, though. I do. I really do think it was. Because, I mean, every we all picked KC, right? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I had it in the back of my mind. KC's defense is just really not that good. I know. You've, you've hated Obviously, on KC's they just, for a while. They've, they've been playing. They've played some, a real soft schedule this year. And, you know, that doesn't – I feel like if you can't go out there and sharpen your knife against a really good teams every week in and week out, I just don't think you have a chance to go to the big game and then do what you got to do. And they didn't do what they needed to do. I feel you. Let's keep it going, guys. Let's talk about the NFC Championship game where the Niners came up short against the L.A. Rams. The, not, the Rams finally, after six consecutive losses to the 49ers, they finally beat them and finally beat Kyle Shanahan. Let's go, Rams. My Super Bowl winner is still alive, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I picked them to win the Super Bowl before this season started. Oh, better can co-sign that, okay? I picked them, and they're still alive. I just want to – hell, I want them to win just so I can say I was right. That's pretty much more majority of it is. I hope and, you uh, put some money on them. And I okay, all right, that's the other thing too. I did put money on it too, so I have a chance to win some money. So yes, yeah, that's part of the other reason. Um, I mean, should Sean McVay and the Rams feel vindicated, Obed? Because damn, this is a long time coming. You've been talking about how Shanahan just got the better of him for a while now. Yeah, and I, I did say if there was a game to have your best one and meant finally snap the curse, this would be it. And they did mm-hmm. it. Congratulations to them. Excited to see Matt Stafford look so happy out there. Yes. Excited to see Odell Beckham yell, I told you. I told you. Yo, you saw that. I don't know if you, you saw that meme, guys, where OBJ, yo, they they even tell you if they let OBJ score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, he's finna perform at halftime on the halftime show. He's going crazy. I'm just saying that right now. I can't wait. But the, <laughs> new, the new quiet OBJ has done very well for I himself. I like him, yo. I mean, he killed it nine for 113. Could have had a touchdown in this game as well. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's the Niners threw it away. I think the Niners were in control. I think the Niners had an opportunity to, to, to 
get away with the W here, even though they didn't deserve to win this game. But mm. my goodness, Jimmy Garoppolo, you can't just throw the ball to the other team. You know, I, <laughs> I, Devo Samuel, my hat's off to you. This man has been run into the ground to carry that team. Uh, it's, mm. it, was, it was just, you know, if only this team had a quarterback. If only this team had a quarterback. Dave, I'll go to you. Um, your thoughts on the game and what did you see that maybe you didn't like about the way the 49ers, what they did, how they came up short? Is there anything that you think they, could, they should have done differently? Thank you that you're asking me. All right. When you are game planning, even when I play back in college, if you're a defensive player, a defensive coach, you can't let Cooper Cup beat you. That's what you come in saying. We have to figure out schemes, bracket, whatever. For him to be able to run a seam route without anybody over the top, mm. they deserve to lose that game. Mm. The man has 100-plus catches. X amount of touchdowns, the fact that they allowed him at that point of the game to continuously beat them. It's not about continuously beat them. He's going to get his. Mm -hmm. It's just at that moment, you can't let him just run straight up the field <laughs> with no over-the-top help. I love doing it for my fantasy team. It's <laughs> just it's go just, back right? and watch the highlight. Go no, back I, and watch the tape. The man just ran the first a simple flag route. The, that was, I was, the first touchdown was a flag route in the corner of the end zone. And the, where was the safety? Where was no, the safety? No, Sherman, I'm talking about the last, like Jimmy Garoppolo with the mistake he made, that's fine. But the fact that the end of the game, they let the best receiver in the NFL for this year mm -hmm. have a clean release. Mm. That's what cost Buffalo the game. Let it's the same thing messing around with Tyreek. Thank you. Thank you. Like, you gotta you keep can't, him up you the can't line. like, like you yeah, cannot, how you like, not jamming this dude on the line. As I said before, I, I would, as a defensive coach, as a defensive coach, <laughs> you are, you take away the best threat. You, you're, you're, DB, you're 100% right. Like I said, you're not wrong in your, in your statement. Ravi, let me go to you quickly. Your thoughts on the game? I mean, did Matthew Stafford? I think I think Stafford's just you know just putting people all the all the naysayers to rest. Like, yo, he was legit. He's proving people wrong. This is why he deserves to get out of Detroit because he's a legitimate a top tier quarterback in the, in this league. I agree. Yep, Stafford is definitely doing his thing. He uh, he commanded that game. He threw a great game, and uh, you know, Gem and I agree with you. You know, Cooper Cup is you know doing his thing. He's almost going to be the MVP, uh, you know, but to be honest, what a lot of people aren't noticing is that, you know, that OBJ also is like coming back to life. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of people, a lot of people are saying that he's having that, uh, that Randy Moss resurgence, mm -hmm. you know, Randy Moss was great in Minnesota. He goes to Oakland, eh. right. he goes to new England. He's back. Right, right, right. You know, LA is his new England. Right. And that's, it's like OBJ is back. So it's a great to have two number ones on your team. That's what I'm and saying. And they're getting him involved. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be a great – I know we didn't get to that part yet, but OBJ is going to be a big factor in that game. Yep, for sure. Uh, Chris, quickly, your thoughts on the NFC Championship game. No, I mean, it, you know, it was, it, was, it, was a good, it was a great game, guys. Like, honestly, like you guys were saying, we're, we were spoiled this year as NFL fans. I mean, these were some of the best – uh, uh, championship games that I, I've seen in a long time. That's um, playoffs. I think there's a lot, like the playoffs in general. Yeah, yeah in I mean, general are amazing. Playoffs? And, and, playoffs? <laughs> come on, playoffs? 
and, and I think we have a great Super Bowl ahead of us, guys. I mean, honestly, you guys have said everything that I could possibly say. But to your guys' point, you know, about, you know, Matthew Stafford, I just want to put something in there real quick. Um, Matt Stafford's top 12 in NFL history in passing yards. To your point, on a horrible, horrible Detroit franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, this guy's been a baller since day one. He's the reason he was number one overall pick. Now he's finally getting his chance to show it. Um, I'm just really happy for him and this Los Angeles Rams team. Obviously, I think they're the favorites going into the Super Bowl, but I'm telling you what, do not sleep on my boy Joey B. I'm just telling you right now. Oh, now he's your boy. Okay. All right. That's my, uh, that's my boy. He's 15 years younger than me, but he's my boy. Yeah. Oh, oh, Bed, before we before we get into our next segment, when do the 49ers switch over to Trey and turn to Trey Lance? Is it gonna be is, is Garoppolo pretty much done in, in San San Fran? I mean, reports are out right now that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo expects to be traded and has yeah. stated that he wants to go to a contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we'll I guess we'll see him in Pittsburgh next year. Um, I'm no. not really no, Aaron I'm Rodgers, really baby. Sure. Don't do that to my team. Don't do uh, that Aaron Rodgers is going to to Denver. Aaron Rodgers is going no. to Denver. He's going what to do you mean a contender? He just he he he's on a team that he helped get to the NFC championship game. Helped or they or they brought him there. than where he is. He's he's basically chum for most of the year. Trey Lance don't make them dance. Trey Lance don't make them dance. <laughs> okay. Oh, hashtag that. Oh, wow. You need to hashtag that. Yo. Wow. Right now, hashtag. Wow. You need to get the rights on that. Yo, you better, you better copyright that, Dave. <laughs> Lance don't make them dance. I mean, to, that's a wasted pick. Imagine if they utilize that pick better to enhance Jimmy Garoppolo's. Like the, when he's healthy, he wins. He wins, but, but the are they going to help him? He's not always healthy. right. To help you come and, that, and, and, and beat the teams in that conference? That's why they drafted a quarterback. Trash. They yeah, don't Carson trust him. Trash. They don't trust that he's going to stay healthy all year. Even he's, this year, he was out for the, at least two did games. Did he not take him to the Super Bowl? He got injured this year, too. He Did he not take him to the Super Bowl? He did, did he take he did. them? We're not arguing. What we're saying is that he's fragile. He's fragile. That's he was the there. He's Brad Johnson was team. there. You can't. You can't. You can't. Dilfer was there. there. Trent right. Dilfer was there. Wow. You can't. Brad you can't Johnson there. Really? You can't. Man played in the Super Bowl, and then he also Tip took two. his team to the NFC Championship game. That you can't. You can't take that. Yeah, away you know from what him. though? If in that in that Super Bowl, if he doesn't throw overthrow, um, uh, was it Emmanuel Sanders? Emmanuel Sanders in that in that play. Yeah, talking about a different. You know how hard it is to win in the NFL and to just and to just let to just sit there and say, you know what, I'm gonna gamble with a guy that has never done anything versus a guy who got you to the Super Bowl and then two or three years later, when he was healthy. That's what the draft's about, can- though. We'll see what happens. But, hey, we'll see what happens. Let's keep it moving, guys. Um, let's get into our next segment, You Right, You Thanks. Mad, where each of us will make a bold statement. Others will tell us if we're correct or if we're just outright crazy. Um, I'm going to have one here. I know we got a couple um, statements talking about basketball, but mine, will, mine is about football. Um, I'll ask you, Obed, and maybe the group wants to jump in, that the Chiefs will not win another Super Bowl unless they rework Mahomes' contract to improve their defense. Sherman, you mad. 
there's going to be so many teams in the NFL right now that have no defense whatsoever playing Red River rivalry games. One of them is your team, the supposed number one defense in the league. You're letting a boat race game happen against the Chiefs. Um, I, I'm, you know, not surprised. We've seen this. The Rams with Jared Goff used to be like this. The, the uh, what's it called? The uh, Cincinnati Bengals are like this right now. They could go feast or famine. Uh, so, no, I think there's still an opportunity for them to come out, especially out of the AFC. Think of the AFC like you think of the East right now in the NBA, right? They could give us a little bit of anybody. If there's one team that has their act together enough, they could probably uh, go and show themselves as the champion every year, i.e. the Chiefs right now. Uh, no, I think you're mad. All right. Fair enough. Um, Dave, did you want to want to answer that as well, too? Same thing. You right. You mad. Uh, the Chiefs don't don't win another Super Bowl. They rework Mahomes' deal. No, it's not necessarily so much about Mahomes' deal. They, he actually signed a deal that was actually team friendly. It's about the all, all the other players around him. Um, his contract is what it is, and they structured it to, you know, be able to sign other players. But, you know, um, you know, you, Tyreek Hill is paid. You know, other people are going to be asked to restructure their contracts. And do you resign Travis Kelsey, or do you make Travis Kelsey take a team friendly deal? I mean, no, as long as he's playing at a high level, you, you, you know, maybe you do shorten deals, okay. you know, but, but you give you know, him his every average team, volume every year. Every <laughs> team for the most part has a four year window to maximize their roster. If they're, they've made the playoffs. All right. Uh, Chris, uh, you're up here, sir. Uh, I believe you have a statement that you want to ask uh, the group. Go ahead. Yeah. Got, yeah, guys, I have a question for you. Are you right? Or are you mad? LeBron James will win another title before Kevin Durant. Uh, I, if you don't mind, guys, I'm going to take this one quickly first. And, and I'm yes. sure Obed will do and DB, but Chris, you mad. LeBron James, I, with that, with the way the roster is, I don't think LeBron's, LeBron's going to win another damn title. Um, that Russell Westbrook trade does not is not panning out. Um, you can say, you know, I know you're a, little, I know a Bron sexual, as Obed calls it. Um, you can talk all you want. He, he's greatness. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about it at all. The way the team is constructed, you mad. Because if Kyrie Irving wasn't a bonehead and was just playing every single game and they were healthy, they'd be winning every damn game just about right now, okay? But this whole Russell Westbrook thing with the Lakers, AD being in and out of the lineup, it's not going to work. LeBron James is not – I say Kevin Durant gets tied up before Le, LeBron uh, gets another one. Um, Obed, feel free to tell Chris he's, he's right or he's crazy, whatever you want to do. Oh, he's mad. I'm, I don't believe that for a moment. LeBron James has already packed his bags. I'm sure his house is low-key on the market right now. He went to he went to L.A. to open his studio and make his terrible-ass movie. And now that he's already done that and won the championship off of A.D. doing some of his best work, because we know LeBron isn't giving you a full year. Uh, I think it's I think it's high time for him to go chase one more ring somewhere else with another super team. <laughs> oh my god he's just waiting for the, the all-star break so he could do a little recruiting you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh dave you want to you want to tell chris if he's right or if he's mad lebron will what do we yo when he has played he has had what like five six straight games of 30 points he's not the problem he, all he has, hold on, Sherman. Hold on, you asked the question. Let me answer. No, no, no. Well, answer Chris's thing. Is he right? Is he, is he right or is he mad? No, he he's he will win another championship. 
So he's right. So you're saying Chris yeah. is right. Yeah, I mean, he's won a championship with Lester Tower. He will win another title before Kevin Durant. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, but he did all the work those times. I don't know if he's got uh, He's going to have to put together the most. It's going to be the Avengers. You can tell he's going to go to the next <laughs> team and put Avengers! together the Avengers. Assemble. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to need this uh, ring. <laughs> uh, Ravi, uh, is, is Chris right or is he mad? Nah, he's mad. He's mad. <laughs> Thank you. Let's... Thank you. It's, you know, it's, it's just not, I just don't, honestly, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Comes off six or seven, just saying. Not, not right. saying I'm about. If LeBron can put his team on the back, they respond to him. We've seen it. Let's stop doubting him. All right, you all right. When it gets there, he'll be. He'll do his thing. All right, uh, Ravi, uh, you're up, sir. You have a you write you mad question for us. I do. You write you mad. Oh, bad. Ben Simmons will never play in the NBA again. Ooh, I like I like this one. I like this one. Avi, you mad? Because I feel like some team is gonna fall for these warm-up videos that he does where he's hitting shots that you know he doesn't actually hit in real life game action. DJI's a real thing, son. Dude, a, but but nerf young, nerf hoops don't count. Okay. <laughs> he's a young talent. He's a young talent. The kid has some skill. He's just not the he, offensive prowess that you need. He can come out here and be your age-old, you know, history's old point guard. He can come out here and he can create, 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 you know, and, and maybe play some great defense. That would definitely help out a team. Uh, I don't know if he can keep up in today's NBA where they're scoring 130 points at will. Uh, but, you know, I think there's a chance for him to play again. But, but you know what? He is going through his little uh, Marvin's room right now, Ben Simmons' room. He's you know, growing his hair out. <laughs> I'm just saying I could have scored points <laughs> <laughs> um ravi i'm gonna say you mad because like i bet it said somebody will sign the dude at some point uh i just don't think he just he just completely shuts out like i said the situation in philly it is what it is you know um chris you're out in philadelphia right now what is it like out there are people talking about the sixers and ben Simmons? like is it ever gonna work out i mean i don't know you, you tell us Guys, right now, all Ben Simmons is doing is literally showing up to mandatory team events, shoot arounds, uh, videos, you know, and stuff like that. And then he's not even staying for the entire session. He's leaving. He's disengaged. Um, I mean, literally, I mean, I, I, I've called it the Kardashian effect, guys. Anytime any male athlete gets involved with the Kardashian, a.k.a. Jenner, a.k.a. Bruce, a.k.a. Caitlyn, whatever you call them now. <laughs> Um, oh at God. that point, at that point, their career is in shambles. I mean, a la Tristan Thompson. Good job. Um, <laughs> Reggie uh, Bush. Uh, Reggie Bush. Exactly. Uh, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Lamar, exactly. Thank you. Tavon I mean, Lamar, uh, no, not Tavon. Uh, uh, the dude from the, the Dallas, old Dallas Cowboys receiver. Um, yeah. Miles Austin. My, Miles Austin. Miles Thank Austin. you. Dude. Yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't the one guy, the one uh, center for the Nets uh, hookup got married to one of the Kardashians for like Chris two Humphreys. weeks too? Humphreys, there you go. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it's just not a good look. I mean, will he play in the NBA again? Absolutely. I mean, you don't get taken number, what was he, number one overall or number two? Number I can't one. remember. Number one. Yeah. He's going to play in the NBA. I mean, he's talented. He's a defensive player. You don't get many six foot eleven guys that can pass like Magic Johnson and have that athletic ability. But guys, you would figure after what five years in the league, can't you learn how to shoot a little bit? 
I mean, not a lot. Not a lot. Magic would have dropped 30. Magic would have dropped 30. Just a little bit. You I got a saying? real deal question. I got a real deal question. Did 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 Mr. Ross pay Flores a hundred thousand dollars? Let's really be real. It's a black show tonight. <laughs> oh my God, DB just went there. I, ha- um, I, I hope allegedly. So. I, I mean, allegedly, I, I so. yes, allegedly. I mean, uh, DB, if it, uh, I, you know, I want to. I almost want to say you right, but I don't know if I should because we don't. No, know. I'm asking the question. Yes or no. I honestly don't think. I, I don't think. I, allegedly, I like the, allegedly, uh, Antonio Brown was Antonio Brown was offered two hundred thousand dollars by the Bucks to go to a mental health facility. Allegedly, so allegedly, a team saying, "Hey, take X amount of dollars and do X thing that we need you to do." Allegedly, could very well be the realm of possibilities. I'm not. A, I'm not a child or a simpleton. Well, well, <laughs> AB obviously didn't take that money because he just charred across the field. So well, that's fine. But the question was the <laughs> offer. Was it, do you believe an offer was made? I believe an offer was made. Mm-hmm. I believe money. We had if if that offer is proven, oh man, uh, the Miami Dolphins are going to be for sale. Oh my goodness, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see what happens. But let's keep it going, guys. Uh, last up, let's talk about let's talk about the big game, Super Bowl, in a couple of weeks here. Cincinnati at LA. Um, I'm just going to go down the list. I'm going to say pick your winner, pick the score, your MVP, and why the team wins. For me, winner, obviously, we know where I'm going with Los Angeles. Like I said, I picked them at the beginning of the year. Uh, I'm going to say LA wins 24 to 13. Stafford gets the MVP, proves any doubters wrong, and they win, but mostly they win because of their defense. I think the Bengals don't get in the end zone until the second half, possibly even the fourth quarter. They get a couple, you know, add some field goals before that. But yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald, oh, we know he always shows up. I'm going to say Von Miller steps up. He has about at least five or five to seven tackles uh, and a sack or two. Um, yeah, it's going to be Rams taking it all uh obed your winner score your mvp and why does that team win my winner uh is going to be the la rams who finally get the scoot super bowl that they always wanted um but i don't know they win when they win there la i don't know no, they, 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 um, that's something what was in st louis remember that okay there we go yeah um okay so yeah brings them as their their first super bowl uh the 38 to 24 um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that there might be some production offensively at the end of the game, uh, but I expect to see some of the best, especially OBJ. OBJ has so many haters. Oh my God, he is coming for throats. He's coming Let's for go. souls. Let's I can't go. wait. Um, I'm excited. The MVP of this game is going to be Matthew Stafford, but it probably should be Cooper Cup. This could be a Cooper Cup 200 yard game. Um, uh, I just I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of offensive powers here, um, but but if there's somebody who could come and show out, it probably would be Aaron Donald. I think he could have a very monstrous defensive game here against that offensive line. Uh, but I think they win because defensively, they're just going to overshoot them. Offensively, I think they have enough to keep going to keep them, put the, uh, uh, the foot to pedal to the metal. Um, and I just don't think Zach uh, Taylor, the head coach there, another disciple doing the same Shanahan playbook, uh, is going to be able to outsmart Sean McVay. All right, uh, Ravi, you're up next. Pick your winner, score, the MVP, and why does that team win? Well, I guess I'll be uh, boring like the rest of you guys. I'm also going to pick LA. I'm going to say it's going to be a 24-21 affair. I think uh, Cincinnati has been coming on in the second half in a lot of these games, so they'll make it a game for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stafford's going to be your MVP. And why they win? OBJ, like I said earlier, 
Uh, OBJ is going to be that difference maker. He got his hands back. Yeah, all he's, right. he's making. He's going to be the difference. All right, De- yeah, uh, quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. He got a real quarterback. He 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 ain't he ain't in there with with Baker. Okay, uh, Dave, I'll go to you quickly before I go to Chris. Give me your winner. Give us your winner the score, your MVP, and why does why does the team win? It'll be Cincinnati. I cannot bet against Joe Burrow. He's going to play very well. I watched that man get sacked, what, eight or nine times? I know Aaron Donald's going to get his. But to watch a man get sacked that many times in the playoffs, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is going to be MVP. It's going to be 24-10. Ooh, okay, but why do you think the Bengals actually win it? Is it just because of Chase? or I don't trust Stafford. Mm. I mean, I, you're right. He There are times where he throws him some like – Illegitimate passes. Did we not watch you know that I mean? Titans game where he completely folded like a cheap tent? Like he has a body of he, this is his 13th year. He's playing against a guy who's in his second year off an ACL injury, mm. who got sacked nine times and still figured out a way to win the game. It's they don't play against each other, they play Max. against the defense. 100 percent so, so all he has to do is throw the we ball. We also OBJ just watched this team stop Patrick Mahomes. Cam Akers is going to be in that game. Sony Michelle, who has Super Bowl experience, will be there. Mahomes. The Rams are just, so low. They didn't stop Patrick Mahomes. You just have to stop like two guys. You gotta stop Travis Kelsey. You gotta Did stop they not Harry make Kittle. an interception to win the mm-hmm. game? Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Neither <laughs> of the teams out of the AFC are as good as the teams that are in the We're not talking the about that. We're talking so about just, uh, last week what happened. Mahomes okay. got stopped. He got intercepted twice, oh, and they took an L. Right now, but... All right. All right. <laughs> take an L. We can agree on that one. All right. Well, here are the only Bengals picks so far. Chris, uh, give us your winner to score MVP and why the team wins. Yo, I got to go with my boy Dave right here, man. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals. And, yo, oh, that premium looking good, son. Um, and Joe, Joey B, man. I'm talking right now. So I got the Cincinnati Bengals. I got the score of 26 to 24. And I got the MVP. Yeah. Just like Dave said, I've got it actually being Jamar Chase. I think what's going to happen is that the only reason Joe Burrow is not going to win the MVP is that they're going to have a strong run game going on that's going to get them a touchdown or score or two. But you're going to have Jamar Chase make two or three huge plays. He's going to end with somewhere around 180 to 200 yards receiving. He's going to be the reason why they win. And all I'm saying is Joe Burrow has arrived, my friends. Jalen Ram- Ramsey going to okay. lock Jamar Chase down. And, and, and here's, you know what? You know what? You guys keep saying that. And you keep saying, no. And no, they have two Rams. other receivers well, who can do their and, thing. And, and, and you guys keep saying the Rams have so much talent. They're so much better than the Bengals. I 100% agree with you. So are the Kansas City Chiefs on paper. And look what happened. All I'm going to say is don't don't sleep on it. And, and, and who was saying that, like, I think it was uh, – was, was it you, Ravi, that was saying uh, the score was going to be like double, or was it Sherm? Someone said, like, the, the score of the, the game that the Rams are going to be double. Like, guys, come on. Name the last Super Bowl that, it, that there's been a double digit blowout. Like, it ain't going to happen. The, like the Bucks that. and Chiefs? It, it, I was going to say no, last year. You said the, the Bucks Seahawks last year. and Broncos, but we won't. Seahawks and Broncos. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But just last Patriots year. It's won 19 to 3, 2019. Hey, yeah. I'm ready to take bets on anyone that wants to tell me that the Bengals aren't going to win this thing. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. All right. Pay somebody's rental mortgage. Pay somebody's rental mortgage. What's good? (laughs) Yo, what's good? (laughs)
That's a real bet. That's a grown man bet, right? That's there. a grown man That's bet. A, you yo. <laughs> Does that include property taxes? <laughs> said, no. my mortgage ain't bad it's some taxes bruh yeah, you See, live the on problem. island that's your problem son See, well, I'm not paying no New York property taxes I'm sorry <laughs> see gentlemen there's there, thing is um, I got a check-ins and a savings all my money's in my check-ins I was going to take five business days get on my savings <laughs> <laughs> book might not be there when I get back <laughs> well folks uh, man that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment so glad you've been tuning in uh, this has been a hell of a show. I appreciate all of our guests, Chris, Ravi, DB, my co-host, Obed. Um, any last words, anyone, uh, Obed, for the people before we head out? Um, anyone want to say anything before we go? We got a couple minutes left here. Uh, there's no tax extension this year, so you guys are going to want to head and get your taxes done as soon as possible. Okay. Ooh, got TurboTax makes it easy. That wasn't a plug. That wasn't a plug. I just no. said you can also get it done. Yeah, you could probably go to your, your local <laughs> library and get done for free as well. Just check that out. Cities all have services like that. Ooh, got him. Ravi? Um, hey, racism is real. We're all racist. Don't be a bigot. That's actually it's actually a pretty pretty well uh, unique, unique well way to say it. I like it, Chris. Oh, guys, just uh, much appreciate you guys having me on. Love it. I love that I'm the token white boy on this all black show. So thank you and appreciate you guys. <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> As DB said, it was a black show tonight. Um, not saying it was that, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'm as part of the, the co-host here with Obed. We can't control, we can't always control what our guests say here, okay? That's all I'm gonna say. Um, uh, like I said, uh, DB from South Florida, appreciate you. Chris out in PA, Ravi in New York, Obed in DC, myself here. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for our lineup this week. We appreciate you. Stay tuned for next time. Have a good one, guys. Be safe. Peace. Peace.